back at Stanford Stadium, the Quakes getting ready to try and mount a comeback, trailing the Galaxy 1-0 after the first 45. Of course, thank you for listening to the Halftime Show, brought to you by Modelo Especial. And Danger, how do they continue on to what we saw towards the final 10 minutes of the first half when suddenly Godoy and Hika in particular were getting much more involved with the attack? Yeah, and that's what they need to do. But the possession is in their favor, 65-35 in the first half. It's just having more quality on what they do with that possession. And certainly in those attacking areas, better quality coming in from the crosses, final ball, and then obviously still taking more shots. Six in the first half, but haven't really troubled Clement Diop in the goal too much. You know, they went behind early to that sucker punch on the set piece. Yeah. And the, the Galaxy are sitting a little bit deeper they're allowing Victor and Andres to have the ball, and that's not really helping the Quakes. They need to do better with the position. Anobo Godoy needs to get on the ball. Kicks for Kids brought to you by BGE provides home match tickets to families and organizations in need. To nominate a group, please visit www.sjearthquakes.com slash community. Earthquakes in their black primaries with the blue ombre fade will now be attacking right to left on your radio dial and the galaxy in their classic white kits left to right with tom petty in the backdrop we see the san jose earthquakes getting ready to take the kickoff out of the center circle to get the second half underway here at Stamford Stadium, Chris Wondolowski and Danny Houston standing there essentially waiting for the signal from Alan Chapman, who has pretty much let these two teams play up to this point. There have been some hard fouls, but there's been nothing too obscene up to this point. The whistle blows, and the second half of the Cali Classico is underway here at Stamford Stadium. Immediately, the earthquake slinging along that back line, Imperiale. He'll chip one ahead and wants Houston, but that pass is short. It's going to be headed back towards McBean. But then Anibal Godoy is going to slide in and get called for the foul. And I thought that was actually as I praised the call. So they did call it against McBean. Okay, that made more sense. Strange call by Chapman because he could have played Avantius for Godoy, who clearly had the ball and was going towards the Galaxy goal. Tommy Thompson gets cued on a pass, back heel behind his back for Hika. Knocked out of play, but I didn't like the pass there, Danger. I think at this point you've got to be a little bit more direct as the throw-in is knocked clear of the 18 for Ayala Van Dam. Now Cordell Cato is going to run this down right of the circle, play it to the center line where Victor Bernardez is waiting. He's watched by Villarreal and plays it all the way back to David Bingham. Well, I mentioned Godoy, Ted, and I think he's the key, and you can see what the Galaxy are doing. They're dropping back either Villarreal or McBean, picking up Godoy to make sure that he can't have possession at the back. And if that's the case, he needs to A, either work harder to get free, or as I said before, Jackson Yorn needs to get more involved to be on the ball in possession as well. But at the moment, with Victor having the ball all the time and the Galaxy sitting back, it's really, really is setting up nicely for the Galaxy to take advantage of one of those giveaways and counter. David Bingham did not seem to know what he wanted to do there with that ball. Just kind of watch the L.A. defense flex around a little bit, looking for an opening as he's challenged. Has to get one away in a hurry. Florian Youngberth has no way to play that ball. Sees it skip off his head and out of play. And if that was his intended target, conservative play to do so. But now here's another turnover from the Galaxy. Tommy Thompson gets it, plays it back to Godoy. He's going to quickly move this shy of the center circle to Jackson Yule. He'll look wider still to Cordell Cato, five yards shy of the center line. He'll back it up to Victor Bernardez. He'll call for it from, or see Florian Youngworth call for it 
His pass is deflected. Now this one's being skied around the middle third. Played to Anibal Godoy off Ford El Cato. Now Godoy racing through the circle. Leads one out on the left-hand side for Tommy Thompson. That one stepped in front of by Garcia. And then Jamison comes back and plays it back to Garcia. And the Galaxy have control of it once again. Garcia is going to look long, finding Villarreal, who gets it back from McBean wide to Villarreal. Now he is on to the 18. His cross off the upper shoulder, maybe face area of Victor Bernardez, who spins away to perhaps scream where the cameras can't catch him. But looks no worse for wear as the throw-in is now coming for the Galaxy. Garcia. His throw-in challenged by Florian Youngberg. Clears it off the corner arc to only see it be headed out of play by Garcia. Deep throw-in for San Jose now. In the 49th minute, Quakes trail 1-0 to the Galaxy. Throw-in, challenged by the Galaxy as expected. Godoy able to turn on it and find Jackson Ewell, who now puts it out there on the right wing where he's got Cordell Cato on the run. Cordell Cato into the attacking dirt. His entry pass taken away by Ariano, but then he wins it back right of the 18. Has it now with his left foot, plays it out wide. Ewell put this in the center of the pitch, finding Godoy, who works his way outside. Now Ewell to the touchline, and Cordell Cato back to Ewell, just off the elbow. Centers it to Tommy Thompson, 30 out. Tommy going one-on-one, -on -one, corner. Now he's going to try and find Cordell Cato. Steps over. Now we'll play it back on top. Tommy Thompson, he and Jackson Ewell miscommunicating. And now Thompson has to run to keep that one away from Jack McBean. Quake's coming back on this in the center circle. Youngberth and Imperiale. Imperiale into Galaxy territory up to Wondolowski. Has to fight to keep that one in his control. Now he's going to play it to the outside where he's got Cordell Cato once again. Cato on Ariano into the 18 on top. Pika, he tries to spin away from it. Gets knocked down, does not get the foul. And then Boatang takes a hard foul from Tommy Thompson. Already in the first half, Cordell Cato's had the ball one-on-one -on -one three times on wide open on that right-hand side and has yet to get a crossover. Great opportunities for young Cordell to be more positive in those positions, Ted, and it's letting, it's letting the team down from the standpoint of the quality they've had to build the ball and get him into those positions. I don't think it was a foul on Hiku as well. I think he was looking for that foul and went down way too easy. Earthquakes get it back, and now it's controlled. Shy of the center circle by Imperiale. He does not like what he sees in front of him and hits the reset button, giving it back to David Bingham. Refuel with Synergy Gasoline from Exxon Mobile. Engineered with seven key ingredients for better gas mileage. Earthquakes working to get it out of their own end. Finally, they're going to give it to the big boot of David Bingham. He finds nothing but bald head of Yellow Van Damme. Cordell Cato comes in to win this one back for San Jose, however. Gives it to Tommy Thompson. Thompson from the outside in. Now with a nice pass on top of Jackson Ewell. Ewell puts one into the 18. He's looking for Thompson, who is onside. The ball's still loose, but it's taken away and cleared out. Deflected, still anyone's ball. Looks like San Jose is going to come up with this. Didn't quite drop for Tommy Thompson. Wonderful play in the top of the box by Jackson Ewell to find him open in the penalty area. Here's Ewell with the right foot going in for Houston, but that pass, just not enough on it. Gets knocked skyward. Ewell and McBean fighting for it. Played back to Imperiale, who catches the carom. 
Now looks to his right and finds Bernardes. Bernardes doesn't know what he wants to do with it, and instead of advancing, goes all the way back to Bingham. I think he had a pass to Wondolowski there, Danger. I don't know why he went with that. You've got a pressure. Yeah, it's going back to David Bingham. Just a little bit too much for my liking, and I think the crowd's liking as well. There's opportunities here for the Quakes to continue to mount the pressure on the Galaxy defense. Quakes out of the back line and the midfield. Jackson Yule and Andres Imperiale, and they'll reset with David Bingham once again in the 52nd minute. Quakes trailing one goal, one nothing. Once again, this position there, you can see Villarreal McBean picking up Godoy. The only option is going to be that long ball. And it's coming out to Cordell Cato this time wide. And now it appears that Cordell Cato and Tommy Thompson switch sides, going for the inverted look. Throw in from Cato, looking for Youngberg to the byline. The cross, nobody's home. Running in on this one is Thompson. The shot off the bar. Off the bar. And it's going to be touched. Oh, it gets like Diop kept his hand away from it as well. So it's a goal kick now for the Galaxy. Well, Flo, we're with getting forward from his defensive position to create this opportunity for Tommy Thompson. Actually, it's the outside of the outside stanchion of the goal, so uh, wasn't really causing Clement Diop any problems at all with the shot from Tommy, but great to see Flo Youngworth getting involved in the attack. Good to see Tommy Thompson pull the trigger on that as well. I didn't have a problem with that whatsoever after a long ball from Diop is won by San Jose. Here's Thompson screaming up the right wing, going towards the byline, slows his pace now with the left foot in, goes on top looking for Hika. That one batted away back to the circle where now Godoy has it from Youngberg. He'll go to the outside looking for the inverted Cordell Cato. Working his way left to the area. Now he'll try and cross it, gets nothing on it, plays it behind the goal. Yes, good work by Tommy Thompson then. Very aggressive, very positive on the right-hand side, going at the Galaxy defense. Wherever adventure takes you, VHP has you covered. If you've had a life-changing event within the last 30 days, you can enroll through special enrollment. Visit valleyhealthplan.org. VHP for adventure, VHP for life. Danger. I'm in. Diop gives it a ride. Out of play. Last touched by Youngworth. As this game moves forward, Ted, both teams limited with the substitutions available as well. I mean, only five players on the bench for the Galaxy, six for the Earthquakes because of all the injuries and also obviously international call-ups for both teams. A suspension in Nick Lima doesn't help either. Exactly. The one player that can come off the bench for the Quakes, you would think the way the game is set up with his space out wide that could make a difference is obviously Shea Salinas. He's had his moments in the Classico before. Here's Tommy Thompson looking to put one into the 18 for Husen. That's going to be run down and kept away. Not bad. Decent run by Danny Husen that time, but Diop read it very well, and he closed that space down very quickly. like to see Danny Husen. His pace looks to have increased here in the first 10 minutes of the second half, but like to see more from him. It's Tommy Thompson. And Vic, play catch. Vic off the far touchline, sees it deflected out of play. A throw for San Jose now in the 55th minute. They'll go back to Bingham. And then at this point, Danger, you, do you still build out of the back? Do you start to start playing it more long? Because here's one to Wando. But I think that's the question. I'm more of a fan of seeing them build, but of course you do have a target out there like Houston. So 
so I can see why the desire at this point in the game, why they want to make something happen. Yeah, but the Galaxy have two targets called Dave Romney and Joe Van Dam as well, both <laughs> six foot two, six foot three, and so it's difficult for Houston and Wondolowski to bring down these balls, and you can see what the Galaxy are doing. They're allowing the at least the, the three defenders from the Quakes to have the ball rather than the midfield and drop in a little bit deeper, not giving Wondolowski and Houston any space. That snuck through, but the Earthquakes couldn't do much with it as it's cleared to the edge of the middle third. Picked back up by Bernardes as the wave makes its way around Stanford Stadium. There's a nice long ball from Tommy Thompson who runs it down at the byline. He's on Van Dam, going with the left foot into the area. Wants that first ever goal in Major League Soccer. Flicks it behind him to Jackson Yule. Back to Thompson. Thinks about the one-timer. Puts it in for Hika. Hika the shot. Too high. Last touch tell ever by the Galaxy. So it's a sleep number corner for the Quakes now to the left of Clemondia. Tommy Thompson starting to get into positions and areas on the field where his quick touches can really throw a defense off and he needed to set a great ball in for Jamia Hika. Here's the service, looking for the header, knocked away. Jameson helps get it out, but Thompson gathers it up for San Jose. Youngberth plays it to the outside. Houston out there on the left wing. Watched by Jamison the fourth. Gives it to Imperiale who puts it into no one. Not sure what the plan was there. Earthquakes running the high press trying to cause a turnover. Cannot do so yet as Boatang grabs this one out of the circle. Plays it out of play. Last touch by San Jose they'll say. I know it's the wave but it's a good energy in this field right now. You can see this Quakes fans and obviously new fans potentially to the game as well really would like to see more excitement just in terms of goals on the field but the Quakes need I think also to just take a little bit more be a little bit more adventurous in that final third with the shots as well Ted the entry pass from the Galaxy cleared out to the center line Wando quickly getting it to Houston who has to play it out in the sky and now gets it to his right finding Jackson Yule Jackson Yule fakes to his right goes to his left now as he scored El Cato wants to switch the point of the attack but instead backs it up to the center line finding Godoy he'll play a wide to Tommy Thompson Thompson backs it up to Godoy Jameer Hika through traffic turns on it resets with Bernardes they'll work from right to left Near touchline beneath us, Jackson Ewell. They'll send one on a long diagonal. I think he wanted to get Thompson on the run. Not sure what there, because Thompson would have needed to have been Usain Bolt to run that down. Yeah, it just didn't go anywhere near where Jackson Ewell wanted the ball to go. But it's a 40-yard ball he's trying to hit the youngster, trying to find Tommy with space. It is on. Uh, the Quakes are looking forward a lot as well, but it has to be a, a very direct and also very, very precise ball to get to the feet of that wide player. San Jose Earthquakes host the Colorado Rapids on Saturday, July 29th at Avaya Stadium, presented by Kelly Moore. Kickoff is set for 4.45. Visit sjearthquakes.com to secure your seats today. To throw into the Galaxy, referee Alan Chapman changing the call from the AR. alive here at Stanford. Ultras, Ultraing, everyone else getting involved in the wave as it makes its way directly underneath us. Yeah, the Ultras have been terrific tonight. Standing up, every one of them, and, and haven't stopped singing from the very first whistle. There's a lot of good atmosphere and ambiance in this place right now, and the energy is something the Quakes should feed off of. 
Well, the throw-in is taken away by the Earthquakes as they come on the attack. Jameer Hika looking to lead Wanda one-on-one with the up, but he clears it away. And now Van Dam working hard to get it out of there, and here come the Galaxy on the counterattack. They get this up to McBean. He's challenged by Imperiale, but this ball is won back. Now by Jamison the third. McBean, now he's going to the outside, offside. Just before that, the play by Clement Diop. I think I've seen everything now, Ted. I'm not sure if he fell over or he meant to do it, but he actually cleared that with a diving header on the ground when it could have been outside the box, and if he'd have handled it, Obviously, that's a different story completely, but what a wonderful play by Dio. <laughs> I think he's shaken up still. He sat down for a moment. He was just kneeling after he got up. Does not look comfortable as of yet. I wasn't comfortable with it either, I tell you. <laughs> Bingham lets it loose. Going long, looking for the captain in Wondolowski. Played off his body, picked up by Villarreal, and then Ariano, he takes a bad touch out of play. And now it's a deep throw in for San Jose. I'm not sure what Ariano was thinking there, Danger. Got caught in two minds. Good work by Thompson to put him under pressure. Throw in, challenged by Van Damme, played to the outside. Thompson draws the foul from Van Damme, and now it'll be a dangerous set piece for San Jose. It's Van Damme and Thompson look to have words for a moment. Yeah, Tommy talked to his uh, belly button. He said, <laughs> don't do it again. Zika setting up eight yards off the byline, three yards. It's been quite a while since the Quakes were scored from a set piece. Now would be a really good time. Why not? Zika getting set. 61st minute, trailing one nothing to the Galaxy here at Stanford. Facing a two-man wall of Villarreal and Garcia. Everyone else almost in a vertical line from the top of the six to the top of the 18. He hears the whistle. He puts it in. Headed clear by Joao Pedro, but it'll be gathered up by Thompson. Thompson into the 18. Takes the shot, but it's going to be parried away by Van Damme out of play, and it'll be a throw-in for San Jose. Good work by Tommy again, taking on the Galaxy defense. Try to hit a hard ball across the face of goal, but that was blocked by Van Damme. He certainly has been a lot more positive in the second half, Tommy Thompson. A bad pass from Florian Youngberth is going to be knocked all the way to Andres Imperiale, who is um, 18 yards behind the center line in Quakes territory. And now Danny Houston is going to find an onside Cordell Cato. Cordell Cato into the 18, working with the right foot. Gets past the man, the shot blocked by Jelle Van Dam. And now there's collision inside the box as Cato collides with Diop. It's picked up, Cato's down where the six meets the byline. And I'm not quite sure what happened there. He's holding his head as well, which means Alan Chapman should probably call the game and stop the game. That time... It looked like Van Damme was right there with him, and they're calling out the trainer, Ron Chanel, now to deal with Cordell Cato. But I know Van Damme was in the vicinity. I was just following the ball. I saw the collision, but I couldn't pay too close of attention to it. Actually, Cordell Cato did really well and went out to the outside on his right, tried to take the uh, Galaxy defense to the byline, got a decent cross across that was blocked. And on the rebound, I think maybe he either got hit or got stomped on while he was on the ground. Maybe, I think it was probably inadvertent. Well, while we've got a moment. <laughs> but that man was there, wasn't he, he somewhere? Was, he was there, most <laughs> that definitely. That Van Dam man. <laughs> Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. 
but we'll try again in a moment. As Cordell Gato still down right now, being tended to. Uh, a couple of scores from around soccer today. The United States Danger got a 2-1 win over Ghana, and they're 2-0 for the Gold Cup. So that's always nice to see. I have not yet seen the, uh, the highlights, but it's uh, said that some of the newcomers did a uh, very good job for Bruce Arena. Montreal, 2-0 winners over D.C. Chicago, 4-0 over Vancouver. Dallas, 3-1 over Toronto. This is the one to pay attention to, or one of two really to pay attention to. Sporting Kansas City with a draw against Portland, 1-1. And then the Rapids with a 3-1 win over Houston. So the Earthquakes have the potential, if they can get a win here tonight, to jump all the way up into third place here. But that's obviously a... Uh, well, there's a lot that's yet to happen here as we're just in the 64th minute. It's still war though, because this Galaxy team is there to be beaten. They really don't seem to be that dangerous other than the speed of um, Boateng on the counter-attack. It's a very average Galaxy performance, but they're defending extremely well after getting that goal from the set-piece, and the Quakes need to figure out a way to break this team down. They've had a lot of possession, They've had a lot of possession in good areas, and I think it's about time to see Shea Salinas. Yeah, Cordell Cato looks very loopy right now, and so we are going to see number six, Shea Salinas, coming in for number seven in a second here. Cordell Cato, Surfquake substitution brought to you by TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand with stunning 4K resolution and endless entertainment. The new 4K TCL Roku TV is the perfect set for your old TV. Visit TCLUSA.com to learn more about the official TV of the Quakes. As the Earthquakes do have it now. Working out of the back, Imperiale. It's a one for one. Cordell's playing wing back, and Shea Salinas will play wing back on the right hand side. And it's a, a great opportunity, I think, for Shea Salinas to make a difference in this game. The ball finds him right quickly. He brings it up on the right wing. A bad first pass intended for Jameer Hika. He needs to get warmed up, I would say. We do get a late whistle that comes in. Two things wrong with that. First of all, Jameer Hika's running into the space and killing the space that uh, Shea Salinas wants to run into. And number two, Shea Salinas gives a bad ball. It's not a good first touch, not a good start, but I do believe that there's a lot of space out there that players like Tommy on the ball now and also Shea Salinas with his skills, as he's done many times off the bench for the Quakes, can really affect this game. Here's a batted ball just on the edge of the defensive third for the Quakes. It's won by the Galaxy. McBean in traffic, challenged by Salinas, who dispossesses him. And now Salinas will quietly dribble this up a few steps before moving it out to the left-hand side, where it's going to be Youngberth with a touch, and then Jackson Yule. Yule. Imperiale and Yule once again. Moving it around that back line, and to David Bingham, finally. And the pace has suddenly slowed. The Earthquakes look to flex the form of the Galaxy, see if they can find space where they want to push forward. 67th minute, Quakes trailing 1-0. We'll probably see some time added on at the 90-minute mark, I would imagine, after that lengthy break for Cordell Cato as the ball is knocked out of play and they are going to say it was last touched by LA. I honestly wasn't sure who it last touched danger. Young Berth back to Imperiale. For 
Nardez right of the circle. To the outside, finds the speedy Texan in Salinas. Taking on Arellano, sprinting towards the byline. Crosses it back post way too high. That one's going to skip along the byline and be knocked out of play by Van Damme. Thought he could get it off of Thompson, he does not, so it's a deep throw in for San Jose. I'm okay with that though, it wasn't the best ball by Salinas, but you can see he knows now that he has the beating of Arellana on the outside. He has the speed to beat him, he has the ability to beat him. He should want the ball and he should want to take him on for the rest of this game. Imperiale up the center of the pitch, finding Juan Olaski off the pass, he gets fouled. And Joao Pedro stands over him for a while, Wando quickly reaching to the outside, but Garcia jumps in front of that one, knocks it out of play. Bit of frustration by Wondolowski, just wants to get on with the game, and Avalon, I mean, Garcia wasn't allowing to. In the end, he tried to force a ball into Tommy Thompson, but you can see the captain's just trying to pick up the tempo. There's that one-on-one -on -one match that Salinas wants. Salinas in on Arellano, edge of the 18, goes for the cross, rejected over the byline, but that's going to be a sleep number corner now for San Jose here in the 69th minute. the entry looking for the spot it's going to skip out of the 18 Thompson wants to keep it alive byline Hoosen flicks it back up into the air they'll say he was offside as it's back to the galaxy let's pause 10 seconds for station identification <laughs> 69th minute here Galaxy leading 1-0. Now we've got a substitution coming in for the Galaxy. It is going to be Raul Mendiola subbing in. Jose Villarreal. Now Raul Mendiola into this match. It skips around the middle third. Thompson comes up with it for San Jose. Now Shea Salinas picks it up and dribbles this into Galaxy territory. Makes his way back to the center line. Piriale has it left of the circle. Gives it to Jackson Ewell. Youngberth and Imperiale each getting a touch. Youngberth looking for Wondolowski who collides with Yella Van Dam. Out of play and a goal kick now for the Galaxy. Frustrating night for Chris Wondolowski so far. He's trying, he's working hard, but really hasn't had any chance to be behind this back four of, especially Van Damme, who's been very physical and strong, marking Wondolowski. And since the Quakes have given up that free kick and the set-piece goal to the Galaxy, the Galaxy have defended well. Ted, they've got good shape, and it's up to the Quakes to break them down. Well, the Quakes are challenging right now as Salinas plays it wide to the right wing, finding Danny Houston. Houston slows it down, looking at Arellano, plays it on top of the 18 for Hika, who is dispossessed. This ball is going to come back to Godoy, who goes out wide to Houston. He puts one in, looking for Wondolowski. Garcia hits one straight up into the air. It's going to fall at the feet of Tommy Hobson. This is where he's dangerous, putting one in. That one's still knocked straight up into the air, but Pedro blasts it out of the area, and it's going to be run down by Imperiale, who will give it on a couple of baby bounces back to David Bingham. Bernardez with it now. Far touchline, Knife's one, center of the pitch for Yule. 
who draws the foul, and this will be a free kick for the Quakes. Right of the circle, a couple of steps in front of the center line. He'll bring this over to the left side, where immediately Flow is going to be challenged. Thompson quickly spinning on it, sees Floor in and put on the tack. Challenged by Jamison. Now he puts one for Shea Salinas. Into the 18, Salinas looking for the header. Now it's Garcia going up into the air. This one's still loose inside the 18. Cleared away by Pedro. This is gonna skip off the head of McBean and it's going to be David Bingham running over to grab it for the San Jose Earthquakes. Good and quite drop for the Quakes that time. Decent work, work by Tommy Thompson and Shea Salinas got the cross. But just didn't drop for either Wondolowski or Hooson. Better by the Quakes. Jackson Ewell has it right of the circle now. Lobbing one right of the area, finding Shea Salinas. Salinas, Hika to the byline. His cross is headed clear by Van Damme. Out of play, a deep throw for San Jose, about 16 off the byline. Quickly in, Jackson Ewell will back this up to Anibal Godoy, who can't control it. He's got to sprint in a hurry to get to that ball. Now working hard to keep it away from Mendiola. Gets it up to Jackson Ewell. It's Ewell wonderful play in it by Godoy there to find the space. Hustle. Entry pass looking for Hooson, knocked clear by Romney. Using that height to his advantage. 6'2, 175 from Irvine. We talked about it. Him and Van Dam have done a very good job of shutting down all the entry balls from San Jose, whether on the vertical or on the horizontal. Well, anything straight at them, Ted, they're going to eat up all day long. I mean, Wanderlouse has actually done a good job against Van Dam. Won quite a few flick ons that haven't worked out for the Quakes, but. It's still, the goal is going to come from across if it's going to come at all. Here's one to McBean, left of the 18, watched by Imperiale. Putting one back on top, Joao Pedro into Mendiola to the byline. He tries to put it back out on front. It's going to be knocked over the end line by Bingham. The intended target was Jamison the fourth, and now it is a sleep number corner for the Galaxy here in the 74th minute. Galaxy leading 1-0. It's a rare foray forward by the Galaxy in the second half. Ended up with a shot that was blocked by David Bingham. That's probably, I think, maybe their first shot of the second half, Ted. Would you agree? I would, and Ariel Lasseter now about to sub into this match for Emmanuel Boateng. So that's two moves, Kurt and Alfo, but just one forced by the hand of injury to Cordell Cato, Chris Leach bringing in a Shea Salinas. So Boateng out, Lasseter in, signed from Galaxy 2 back on March 5th, 2016. This will be his third appearance for Lasseter, who hails from Temecula. He's a dangerous player. He's also the son of one of the MLS legends, Roy Lasseter. Ball in. He used to score, go score goals for fun <laughs> in MLS. MLS, Roy Lasseter. McBean puts one on, almost knocked in, but the Earthquakes somehow get that out of the danger zone. Here's another ball in, headed, saved by Bingham, and then cleared away by Youngworth. Here's Lasseter putting one back into Van Dam, challenged by two quakes. Lasseter still on the ball, deflected, grabbed out of the air by Bingham. Yeah, David Bingham saved the gate. Great save to the right, good reaction, and then a wonderful ball here to Wondolowski. Wondo into the 18, the shot, Often you say David Bingham with the assist, but I tell you what, he did more than the assist. 
He saved the Quakes with two very good reaction saves. And then he had the vision and the ability to set the captain free. Wondolowski got the deflection. But how many times do you see Wondolowski come up with big goals in big games, Ted? 17. Fabulous. Well, they're alive now as this game is level at one here in the 77th minute. And here's Shea Salinas bringing it up the right wing, flashing that speed, playing it out wide now to Hika. Hika in on Ariano. Looks for the cross. Looking for the header from Houston, but it's just wide. So much better by the Quakes. The electric speed, as he said, of Shea Salinas, he sets up Jameer Hika. And that's a much better quality on the cross. Danny Hooson nearly got the header, and I don't think Clement Diop would have got near that if it actually had been on target. So Diop getting ready for the goal kick now. Here in the 78th minute, this game is level at one. He gives it a ride up the center of the pitch, but waiting for that one is Salinas. Puts it back into the LA half, and now the Quakes are just flying to the ball now with greater pace than the Galaxy, as Mendiola cannot win that one back from Anibal Godoy, now Florian Youngberth. Imperiale, Jackson Ewell, making his first start for the San Jose Earthquakes, the rookie Bruin, sixth overall pick, and a rare bad pass from Anibal Godoy, but Florian Youngworth comes over to save the day and puts that one back in the defensive ends and over the end line, but the Earthquakes are playing with the greater pace right now and seeming enthusiasm danger. Yeah, and they're matching up in that midfield area as well. Hika's dropping back a little bit more to help out with Pedro and also with Villarreal. Gives a good doy a little bit more time on the ball. As you said, Jackson Yule for his first start in, in, in this type of classical environment has been composed at times and also has spread the ball around nicely. But more than anything else, as you say, that goal and this crowd has brought a little bit more energy to the Quakes. And now the Earthquakes get it back as Mendiola tries to sell a foul as he took maybe a hand to the face. But they are not stopping for that right now. Jackson Yule. Looking behind him to Victor Bernardes. He'll be challenged by Lassiter. And Vic says, no thanks, I'll give this back to Bing. 
Well, Bingham's leading the team in assists today. <laughs> Keep giving him the ball. It's Bernardes on the run. He has to play it to the outside. The Florian Youngberg, who had a bad touch there and sees the turnover now. And now it's going to be controlled by Jamison the fourth on the attack. Right into the body of Florian Youngberg, who just stood there and took it. Knocking it away. Godoy gets it up the pitch to Wondolowski. He'll put this into the circle for Husson. Trapped off his chest. Played behind him. Flicked to the outside. Salina settles in front of him. Making his way towards the 18. He'll lay it to himself. He'll cross it. Too much on it. Wasn't touched by the Galaxy. It's a goal kick back to L.A., but you like the aggression. Every time the Quakes get the ball, Shea Salinas is wide open. They're trying to force the ball to him. Eventually, they got the ball to him. He did well to get the space. The final ball just wasn't enough quality in it. But if the question win the ball on the transition and find that space for Salinas, there's a game winner there. Diop getting ready to let this one fly. It hangs on the right side of the circle. First challenged by Imperiale. Mendiola gets a touch on it for the Galaxy. Quakes get it, play it to the outside. Salinas back to Houston. He loses it to Mendiola, but then a great play to slow things down by Yule as Tika comes in, and Yule gets it. He's on the break. He's got to slow things down, spin about. It's played off of Wando to the outside to Tommy Thompson. Thompson in on Garcia. Fakes left, spins around. Now goes back on top to Yule. Yule into the 18 where he's got Hika. Hika making his run towards the byline, takes the shot, deflected out of play, and it's a sleep number corner now for San Jose here in the 81st minute. Momentum is on the side of the Quakes. Either team can, can, can see that there's three points to be grabbed, but it looks to me like the Quakes are the aggressive team. They look more likely to get the three. Sleep number corner. Iga getting set to the right of Diop. Looking back post, headed clear by the Galaxy. Thompson running this one down. Heads it wide, but they cannot come up with a possession even though Vic was forward challenging Yella Van Damme. Clearance deflected, and Salinas is gonna run this down. Spin on it to his left, find Flo Youngwood. There's plenty of time left in this, Ted. At least, as you say, with a little bit of extra time, there has to be 12 or so minutes left in this. The Quakes will get at least three or four good opportunities to get this winner. Right of the circle, Youngberth finds Bernardes. And he'll play it to the outside where he has Salinas. Salinas looks to the interior. Wondolowski off to Husson. Nice pass. Husson through traffic. Finding Hika, who has to settle it down. Plays it on top to Yule. Lays it outside to Youngberth. Youngberth going wider still. A left to the 18. Tommy Thompson in on Hamison. And now he puts it in. But that's going to be over the head of Yellow Van Dam. And Ariano's going to run this one down and get it clear where he's got Lasseter. Yeah, Tommy needs to get his head up there. You can see everybody made the run near post, including Shea Salinas from the right wing possession, and he put it into the space where nobody was. Long ball for McBean, caught by Bernardes, and he'll clear this all the way back to Romney, who heads it back into the middle third. McBean gets a touch on it and plays it to Lasseter. Lasseter left of the 18, challenged by Imperiale. Lasseter in on Imperiale, trips over the feet of Imperiale, and I'm surprised that was called. It looked like he ran into his leg, Danger. Yeah, I think he lost control of the ball there, Aouya Lasseter. Very fortunate to get the call by Chapman. Yes, the leg was out by the leg was out by Imperiale, but really, as you said, Lasseter ran into the defender. So now a dangerous 
free kick for the Galaxy, just left of the area. They say about 10 off the byline and two wide of the 18. Bingham shaded to the near post. It's a great area for a set piece. You can put this into an area to be attacked. You could even take a shot on goal from this area with a talented right foot. So I think it's Villarreal with the ball. I believe so. Here's the entry ball. Looking back post for Yella Van Damme. Out of play over the end line. And they're going to say that was touched by San Jose. As Yella Van Damme slams one of the balls that comes on. He'll see a yellow. But it will be another sleep number corner. He's looking for the handball off of Victor Bernardes. And to be fair, I think Victor's hand was in the air, but he had no chance to react. Victor's saying it hit me in the face. But Van Damme's definitely looking for that call from Chapman. And then the reaction, that's just silly. Into the 18. Headed clear. Pika gets a touch on it. This is going to be run down as we'll get a whistle. Foul back to San Jose. Well, it's a foul on Hika. No advantage. Good refereeing by Chapman this time. Long ball, looking for Wando on the post-up. He couldn't get to it. Knocked around the middle third. Foul comes in against the Quakes. That's yeah, it's a foul by Godoy that time. Woody had no chance of winning that board against Jao Pedro. Well, now just one more yellow for Yellow Van Damme in MLS play, and he'll see a suspension. He had two, or he could get two coming into this game. For all his qualities, that has to be frustrating for Kurt Anolfo when he's just slamming the ball into the turf yes maybe the call didn't go his way but that's just a a, 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 a yellow card you just given one to the other team there this one played all the way back towards the byline and the Quakes will watch it out of play for a goal kick but you can see the conversation happening out there on the pitch between Yellow Van Damme and Chris Wondolowski captain v captain in this match each responsible for the one goal that we see leveling these two teams here in the 86th minutes Bingham sends this left of the circle. Wando gets there first, skips off his forehead. It'll be knocked out of play, and it'll be a throw-in for the Quakes. He's done a very good job of that tonight, Wondolowski, by attacking the ball and getting little flicks to a lot of things that really should be won by Van Damme or Romney. Well, this one squirts around the middle third, and it's going to be won back by Florian Youngberth at the center line. Salinas, though, I'm going to say, Victor could get a hold of that one, but she didn't. Yeah, Salinas has an incredible amount of space out there on the right wing right now. And Bernardes, I think, now realizes that he can telegraph it as Bernardes is going to move up the center of the circle. And now Hika's got it. Backs it up center line, Youngberg. And all the way back to Bingham. We've played 86 minutes here at Stanford. This one level at one. Ball for Salinas, out of play. Last touch by the Galaxy. It'll be a throw in for the Quakes. Looking for late magic once again. Ball into Wondolowski. The captain to his left, he's got Hika. Wider still to Tommy Thompson. Thompson with the right, takes the shot, deflected straight up into the air. Thompson heads it back towards the spot, cleared away. And now it's gonna be run down by the Galaxy and controlled by LA. As Lassiter looks to lead himself and Youngberg comes in with a nice defensive play to knock it out off of Lassiter, quickly gets it in to Anibal Godoy and all the way back to David Bingham now where the Quakes will reset. Playing it a little bit more direct these last couple of times. We'll see what Bingham wants to do. 
I think they're doing it because it's working, to be honest yeah. with you, Ted. I mean, that long ball to Wondolowski, he's reading it extremely well. Here it goes again to Romney. Romney does get a header on it first, but it's straight into the air. Thompson challenges for it, can't get there. It's outside the Lassiter, and he'll uh, slide this back to the area where the clearance is headed back in, and Thompson gets pulled down and draws the foul. I'm not sure what Villarreal was thinking there because he was essentially arm-locked with Thompson and then just took him down. It was a takedown. A good one as well. Good one, yeah. Irisica, left to the 18, finding Houston, working his way in and Garcia. Fakes the step over right, then goes with it, then still goes to his right, puts one in. Borjica settled the shot, blocked. A great play. Not sure if that was Romney who came on in on it. But Ika was trying to slide and turn on that one in a hurry after he had a little bit of trouble with the handle. It was good deception, nice little slide pass by Danny Hoos, and it couldn't quite settle for Hika, but he did get the shot off. And as you said, it was a brave block by Romney. Now Bingham dops this to the outside where he's got Flo Youngworth to the touchline. Tommy Thompson challenged by Garcia. He gets taken down from behind and draws the foul. It'll be a free kick now for the Earthquakes here. 89th minutes, level at one. Flo Youngworth again, you see the value he has as being such a versatile player. We've seen him play mostly in the center of defense. He's also very qualified to play center midfield, but now left Here's defender. Thompson, he tries to put one in, but it's going to be deflected out of play. So another sweet number corner for San Jose here. And it is going to be Salinas on the service, and Ahika will be roaming. And I wouldn't be surprised if they go out on top to Yule here. They might look for that header, Godoy. Back post is where the look is. It's going to skip out of play, and it'll be another deep throw in for San Jose. We're waiting to see how much is added on here as the clock ticks into the 90th minute. like Lindo Infeca is set to make his debut for the San Jose Earthquakes getting set to come into this match. Thompson has it now, left to the 18. Dribbling it himself, he gets taken down. And there will now be a free kick just wide. And that's going to be a yellow. Yellow to Joao Pedro. But still, this is a dangerous opportunity for San Jose. The foul was clearly outside of the 18. It was outside the area, but the Galaxy players are saying that Tommy Thompson didn't get contact and he was a dive. From my angle, from behind him, it looked like it was a foot sticking out and just caught Tommy. But the reaction to Joe Pedro was the same as Jelly Van Dan, another yellow card for descent for the Galaxy. Great area for a set piece. Salinas and also Hiko on the ball. Needs good quality, needs to get past Joe Pedro, who's the first defender for the Galaxy. Here's the ball in, looking for the header over the bar. And it's last touch by the Galaxy, so a number sleep number corner. So we got four minutes being added on. Quickly into Salinas. Salinas goes back out on top to Hika. Hika into the 18, the shot way too much on it. This will sail into the crowd. Only have to put it in the net, not through the net. Yeah, broke forward in uh, Jameer Hika. A little bit fortunate to get the ball because it was a, a sloppy pass by Salinas, a little bit short, but it broke nicely for him. And I think he got a little bit excited about that one, Ted. <laughs> I won't hold it against him. 
Like we said, it looks like Lindo Infeka is getting set to come into this match. As Diop sends this one into the middle third. Youngberth comes in with a foul on McBean, so it'll be a free kick. Chance of beat LA. Building through the stadium. Free kick, some 20 in front of the center line to the right half of the pitch. Rafael Garcia lobs one into the area. This one's dangerous, but it's not clear. It's going to be run down by Flo Youngworth. And now he's looking long, where he sees Danny Hooson. And in the vicinity is also Jameer Hika. This one's knocked back into the 18, however. Joao Pedro quickly making a play to it and finding Lassiter. Lassiter in on Imperiale. Puts one in, but there's no one there. The earthquakes handle it nicely. The well from Godoy and Ewell, but that pass intended for Wondolowski is driven back to Van Dam, who just gives it a ride, kills it. That about sums up the last minute. Poor play by both teams, just giving the ball away, trying, both teams, I think, just trying so hard to make a difference in these final couple of minutes to win this one. Needs a little bit of experience out there, a lot of calmness to get this winner. Well, roughly two minutes into the four that were allotted at least. Game level at one, out of play. Quakes looking for the go-ahead goal. Lost the first match this year against the Galaxy 4-2. This one currently level at one. Flipped over the top, looking for Yule Wando. Tries to play it for Hoosen. He's on top of the 18. Plays it to Salinas. The shot! The The shirt is off, it's in the crowd, the yellow card's coming out, you know it is, but Shea Salinas will take that all day long and so will the Earthquakes. Wonderful play by Danny Hooson on the top of the box just to set up Salinas. I told her the winner was coming from that side head, and it did. Shea Salinas banks it off the crossbar, past Diop, and what another Classico, what a great finish. Number 
in his coaching debut at the Major League Soccer level, gets a 2-1 win over the Quakes' bitter rivals, the Galaxy. We'll be back with the postgame show right after this. Well, the players have not yet left the pitch, and it looks like there is a Gatorade bath coming.
four. I believe that was Chris Wondolowski who got it from Shea Salinas and David Bingham in the middle of a TV interview. He looks like it was as cold as I think it might be. But uh, what a win for San Jose here tonight, Danger. And it come from behind to see Wando with the equalizer, to see Shea Salinas with the go-ahead goal. These two guys who have a well-documented history in the Classico and have that place within this Quakes history now. For them to come through in this game, at this stage, with what has happened in the last week, what a wild night. It's what you expect from these Classicos, isn't it? The ends are always better than the beginnings. And early on, the Quakes gave away a somewhat a sloppy goal from a set piece, but after that, they had so many opportunities and they had to be patient. And I think credit needs to go to Leach because he was patient, they kept trying. The one thing they did change a little bit towards the end, they had to go more direct rather than trying to build out the back. And so David Bingham was instrumental in making the difference and defensively, first of all, with a wonderful save, and then the quick service, the long service yeah. to Wondolowski for the first goal, and that changed everything. Well, that brings me to our Man of the Match discussion. Today's Man of the Match is brought to you by Supercuts, clean, sharp, ready. Today's Supercuts Man of the Match is, I mean, is it Bingham? He had the huge save, followed by the huge assist to the goal to Wondolowski. And he makes a great play for himself. That could be our play of the game. Who is our Man of the Match, Daniel? Yeah, I could go with David Bingham, but I'm not. Okay. I'm gonna go with Shea Salinas. I thought, and I felt that there was an opportunity for somebody, and being thin on the numbers right now, it yeah. really had to be Shea Salinas who could come off the bench and change this game. I don't think Cordell Cato had a great game. I think he struggled offensively, but yeah. remember he's doing a very good job defensively in that position against Boateng. But the opportunity was there, I thought, on that side to take advantage of the Galaxy defense. Shea Salinas came on and eventually made a difference and it's a good goal that oh, was a great goal it's a fantastic play and our play of the game is brought to you by seven up live it up so do we have to go with the save and then the long ball from david bingham to yeah. find chris wandelaft i mean that was I, I, I mean that was about as good as it gets off a long ball that was unbelievable yeah and it was not only the long ball as you say he made a really good save to his right to get his feet going and get down to a a slow header that was coming in, probably from uh, Jack McBean. God bless him, he ran his <laughs> socks off tonight, that lad. And then another reaction save, but then his first thought was, when he got the ball in his hands, was I'm going long with this over the top, whether it's Huson or Wondolowski, and it was the captain, and he got a deflection on the shot. But, you know, I think Wondo would have shot anything tonight because he didn't get many opportunities, and when he saw the goal, he took a shot and he got the rewards for it. But Bingham, very good on that play. So the table has been updated. The Earthquakes tied with points with Portland with 26. They are currently sitting in fourth place, even though they do have a game in hand on the Timbers. Uh, Timbers record seven, seven and five. Quakes now seven, six and five on the campaign. But all in all, the Quakes have to feel very good about where they are right now. They're able to get seven out of nine points in a three-game home stretch. Now they go on the road to Atlanta, which is going to be tough, no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, you'll expect to see more Jackson, Yule, more, more Tommy Thompson. And it's a quick turnaround. A Tuesday game does not leave much time for recovery either. Recovery either. So, you know, enjoy the win tonight, but then they have to fly out, I would imagine, on Monday and get ready just to go. <laughs> yeah, but you can go into that Atlanta game now thinking, okay, we're on the road, and let's go and give it our best shot, and let's make sure we're well organized defensively, because you know they've got some very exciting players, those DPs, whether it's, uh, you know, 
that are going to be playing for Atlanta that's going yeah. to really cause a lot of problems for with a big crowd I mean it's going to be 60,000 there as well so it's a sort of mirror image of what's going on here tonight the Quakes are on the other end of that very difficult game but it would be more difficult if you'd have given two points away tonight. So our Supercuts man of the match was Shea Salinas, and our 7-up play of the game was David Bingham with the save and then the long assist to the equalizer from Chris Wondolowski. Here's our tease. Formation ideas for the Quakes against a potent Atlanta team. We'll get into that next right here on the San Jose Earthquakes postgame show after a big come-from-behind 2-1 win over the LA Galaxy. Welcome back to Stanford Stadium, everyone. The San Jose Earthquakes get a come-from-behind 2-1 win over the LA Galaxy, getting goals from Chris Wondolowski with the equalizer, and then Shea Salinas with the go-ahead goal. Mauto in the 94th minute of this one, and that's just the way it is with a Classico, a very fun match. The Earthquakes vault up to fourth in the standings right now, 26 points through 18 matches on the campaign. Our Supercuts man of the match was Shea Salinas. Our 7-up play of the game was the save and the assist from David Bingham to the goal to Wondolowski. And it's been, a, uh, it's been a whole lot of fun as this capacity crowd is mostly still here. There were 50,617 in attendance. They're all waiting for, uh, not even arguably, but for what is the best fireworks show in the Bay Area. And Dandre, I'll tell you how I regard this fireworks show. For two years, I lived uh, within sighting distance of SeaWorld, and I saw their fireworks shows every night. I got a little bit tired of fireworks shows. I like what they do here. They do a great job. They really do. And I love the way that everybody goes to the other side of the stadium <laughs> so they can see the fireworks, which are behind us. And uh, they are spectacular. And in a minute, this place is going to go dark. and and we'll be the only people talking. You know, it's funny, though, that when, this, when this happens, it does go dark, except for our booth will still be lit, so <laughs> everyone will be able to see us still talking about it. But let's talk about this upcoming match against Atlanta. Um, we need to talk lineup because the question I posed was, do you still go three at the back and a 3-5-2, or do you go to a more traditional 4-4-2, and do you have to play for that bunker encounter and hope to get a point and maybe spring one for a goal here going into this match? There's going to be 60,000 there. Bobby Dodd Stadium, it's wild. The fan base is great there. They've already got 30,000 season tickets sold. They are walking into the Lions' den on a national holiday. Yeah, I mean, who knows what Chris Leach is going to do, but you can only do what you, with what you have available at the end of the day. And as you say, with the three DPs, Josef Martinez, Miguel Amoran, Hector Velaba, these are wonderfully attacking, good, talented attacking players. At Bobby Dodd Stadium, this Atlanta team are on fire. There's going to be a massive crowd. If you go out there and think, I'm just going to rock and roll with these guys, it could get ugly, right? Yeah. So I would be tempted. Anna Bogadoy out. Yeah. Key, key player for the way that Chris Leach has been playing. I'm not the coach, and I'm doing... I haven't spoken to Chris Leach about this at all, but I'm thinking that maybe you go back to four at the back for this yeah. one. Um, you know, quick turnaround. Nick Lee was going to be available. Uh, you know, I think I'll be looking at keeping the partnership of Victor and Andreas, obviously. There's a multitude of people that can come in if Cato's not available, Kip Cole was available, Sean Francis, Kofi Sarkozy could yeah. all go into that position. It's maybe the opportunity if he's fully fit and isn't uh, feeling the ankle injury to maybe even try Flo in that defensive midfield position and let him play there alongside young Jackson Yore, who's yeah. obviously a, really has uh, um, uh, acquitted himself so well in, the, in that position so far. And then you've got players like Shea, who's, you know, maybe deserving of a start. And 
Tommy's been doing well. Is Dawkins fit for this one, etc. And I keep the pairing up front. I think Danny Hughes and Wondolowski, you know, while there's an opportunity to try and build on that partnership, why not? It's going to be very, very fun. And I think the Earthquakes fan base, I think in the past they've been upset with the idea of going into a game on the road and playing a more defensive mindset. But I think after you get seven of nine in the homestand and things are going well, I think that they will be a little bit understanding of why the Earthquakes are going with that mindset. Um, but just the, the real idea here is now is how much confidence does this team have because they're, they're playing great they're coming off of two consecutive victories is it enough to where they can even go on the road and play a tough match against Atlanta team let's say they walk away with zero will that knock them down or do they just say hey it's a quick turnaround we're depleted we're injured that was a game that was not going to be in our favor regardless are they able to forget it quickly if it is a loss well, you're going to hear things, quotes coming out of this game like, we never give up. Like that, you know, we got behind and we know how to play from behind now. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, it's a work in progress. Uh, there's no quit in this team. Uh, and, and all those things are absolutely 100% correct. Uh, you know, there was moments tonight where I saw frailties in the way that this team was set up only because they didn't they seemed to lack some ideas on how to break down the galaxy but they stuck with it and they got what they deserved because they gave it 110 percent and they got that little bit of luck at the deflection from wondolowski and then they took it to the next step it's all part of a building process it's a little bit different but at the end of the day you know it's it's a critical part of the season and as you pointed getting those seven points in this homestand I think sets them up nicely in the league and you go to Atlanta with okay let's give it a go we're missing some key players uh, and Atlanta is not and so that's the that's the difference between that game and this game this evening. Let's talk a little bit about the attack tonight out of the 3-5-2 though, Danger, because what, what exactly was working? Because it was a different look. They were going out of the flanks early on. They really wanted to go to Cato. Then you saw later on in the game, they are involving Hikamore, they were involving Godoy more. What was working, what wasn't working? Why did it go in that direction away from Cato on the flank to more of the Hika and Godoy? Because I think that with Godoy, well, I think Godoy got drifted out of the game he wasn't drifted out of the game sorry he got marked out of the game I mean good coaching by Kurt Anolfo what he did he could see that he's better off letting Victor have the ball or Andres have the ball than Godoy being on the ball yeah. so he was not allowing Godoy and at times Jackson Ewell to get onto the ball defensively he had him marked up so that meant that the ball was being served or passed by the defenders more and they didn't do a great job of that especially as the game went on in the first half um, it was a game that going behind suited the Galaxy really well because they just set themselves up then to hang on to this one nothing and maybe try and sneak one on, on the counter-attack. Yeah. So it took a big effort and a little bit of luck for the Wondolowski to get that tying goal. The Quakes were the better team, the Quakes were the more aggressive team. I thought they worked the ball into those wide areas consistently well, but the final ball, for the most part, until Hika started getting into those areas, and then Shea Salinas late, wasn't good enough. And that's where they need to improve. If they're gonna play this type of system, they're going to get that ball into those areas a lot, and that final ball needs to be better. A couple of weeks ago, Jackson Yule makes his debut in the U.S. Open Cup. His first touch was essentially a goal. Since then, he's seen his MLS debut. He's got more Open Cup time. We saw him make his first start tonight. Where, where, is, where is he on this team? What is his role going to be going forward? Do you think it is as we saw tonight, or do you think there is more room for him ahead in the attack like we saw in the final 20 minutes? 
Well, there seems to be a belief in him by Chris Leach, and I think deservedly so. I mean, he's still a young player. He's still learning his trade, and, you know, I say that in all the due respect to the young lad because he's a quality soccer player. Um, but, you know, it, 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 from my perspective, um, if you're playing well, and if you're a good football, it doesn't matter what age you are, you just got to do the business, and he's doing the business right now. And, you know, there's other players that are going to hopefully come back and be fit and available to be selected or coming back from international duty, whether it's a Dale in Serena, whether it's a Simon Dawkins, and they have to win their position back. I mean, and I mean that in all due respect to those internationals, is that they need to basically prove that they can do more for the team than Jackson Yaw is at the moment. Well, Danger, it's been a wild night, man, but I think it's time we wrap it up. But that's a, uh, that's a win to build on, regardless of what happens in Atlanta. This is one they're going to be talking about for a while. Yeah, I mean, uh, when I was asked to help you today because Joe was off traveling with the Dragons, I mean, who doesn't want to call a Classica, right? <laughs> it lived up to its billing. Well, Mr. Dangerfield, thank you very much as always. And a big thank you to Adam Copeland back at the KMBR 1050 Studios for running a fantastic broadcast. As always, the Earthquakes getting goals from Chris Wondolowski and Shea Salinas, as well as a brilliant performance from David Bingham. Walk away with a come from behind 2-1 win over the LA Galaxy. We'll talk to you Tuesday from Atlanta when the Quakes take on Atlanta United FC. I'm Ted Ramey signing off for the San Jose Earthquakes. All right, Kobe, thank you very much, man. I will, uh, I will, t are you running the game on Tuesday? Okay, cool, I will talk to you. Have a nice night, man, and uh, I'll talk. Bye.